Hey, hey, y'all. Elise Smith here, and welcome to the Socially Awesome Podcast, where we empower mompreneurs to implement simple social media strategies into their businesses and elevate their online presence. I'm a mompreneur of three, an affiliate marketer, a network marketer, an influencer, a social media marketing agency owner, and your personal guru. I am here to give you tips, tricks, and tools that you need to build your social media business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Elise Smith here with Socially Awesome, and I am so excited today to be bringing you Cindy Strong with Strong Social Media Solutions. I've got to tell you, Cindy and I are in the same program, coaching program, and I talk a lot about my coaching program, and she has been just a ball of fire that I love. Cindy is so knowledgeable in all things tech, and Cindy, you have been a personal sounding board for me. You have been a friend. Um, I was so excited to meet you in person in Nashville, um, and you just, you just, are always happy and smiling and just keeping motivated. So I am so excited. I want to thank you for being here with us today. Oh, I'm I'm excited to be here. I mean, it's yeah, I, I love you and I love watching you. You have been a ball of fire. Boy, I'll <laughs> tell you what, I don't know where you get all the energy, but you know, you're young still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah. I go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, when when you're in the tech world and stuff, it's nice to have a sounding board, right? It is. It is. It's nice to have somebody that you can go, hey, check this out for me. Because, you know, sometimes things don't work. Oh, very often they don't work. And very often in the tech world, wires get crossed. And you are my go-to tester. Because my husband, who's back behind the beach back there. So I won't talk ill of him. Uh, but he's like, I'm tired of testing your stuff. <laughs> Don't you have a friend? No. So I'm like, I do. Let me get Cindy on the line. Hold on. So I just, I'm so excited to have you here today. And I want you to tell me, I want to start off a little bit about you telling me like, what exactly you do at Strong Social Media Solutions? Who do you serve? What are you working on currently? So that my audience knows how you can help them. Okay. Well, you know, I started this because just basically like three years ago, I could barely do something like this. You know, I was a hairdresser, career hairdresser, 37 years behind the chair. Never thought I'd ever be stepping away from the chair. And it happened. And so I had to like figure out something. And then COVID hit. So what, what are we doing? We're sitting in front of the computer, right? Oh. And I'm not one to just sit around and watch TV. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. It's like, I can't. <laughs> so I thought, I've got to figure out something to reinvent myself. So I just started diving into the tech world and decided, hey, this is kind of cool. I can actually, I can do this stuff. It took me, you know, maybe a little bit longer because I wasn't born in the tech era, but it um, it served me pretty well, but my ideal client is that person that struggles with tech. So uh, my courses and, and a lot of the things that I teach in my group is all about step by step by step. You know, a lot of times people will teach something, but then you're like watching it and you're going, well, uh, 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 where do I, you know, where do I 
put my cursor where do i start where you know where's that little um push to open up a you know website or whatever you're you know working on and people just don't know how to do it and with everything being online right now everything is about social media if you want if you're running a business you've got to figure out how to be online and you know when you're just starting out you can't afford really to pay something to somebody and sometimes you don't even know what to hire somebody for right right so, yeah you kind of got to get through those little steps so that is the person that i help is the one that you know just the little baby steps so well, you know it's funny you say that because um and people don't i guess without offending anyone you know it's kind of that thing of you know someone said that the baby boomer error a lot of those late i mean use ladies for instance retire and then they're like i'm bored i want to go back to work and i have seen i've had a lot of them come to me and, and you and i'm sure you can attest this and they're like well i decided to start this business because i'm i'm retired from nursing or teaching and now i'm bored and i want some money because we all know you know inflation retirement might not be enough for them right. um and you tell them okay open the open this app well they're like how do i even get the app they don't right. even follow the app so and that's that's no fault to theirs they've been in a right. career for 30 40 50 years they've been in the same career and they're they're interested in starting this new venture and to me that was so motivating and inspiring to see wow you finished this really long career and then you're like you know what i'm such a badass i'm gonna do something else so i've had several ladies that have come to me and that that like you said really need that beginner step so i love that you have recognized that not only is there a market for that but um that you have the patience to help people by starting from the beginning because i think that's the problem with a lot of these and I'm going to say younger because even younger than me, <laughs> a lot of these young coaches that are in their 20s, they might not have the patience to break it down for someone. Um, and I think that comes with age and experience and maturity. So I love that you learned it and now you're teaching it. That's great. Really cool. I was an educator when also when I was a hairdresser, too. So patience oh. is a virtue and I'm a boomer. So wow. I know what it's like. You're the example. You were in the chair for how long? 37 years behind the chair. So, yeah. you know, and, and teaching people even hair, you know, I would have to constantly go back to the basics. And sometimes people ask the same question over and over again. So you do have to have a lot of patience, um, you know, to do those beginners because, let's face it boomers were not raised in the technology world i mean I, I, we didn't have cell phones we didn't have you know we didn't have um computers we didn't certainly didn't have a you know phone held computer i mean now everything they say 85 to 90 percent of people are on their mobile yeah uh, and that's their computer yeah you know? yeah no kidding and like honestly even even i'm considered a millennial but even me, I mean, I didn't have a cell phone until, I mean, I remember my mom having the bad phone. I was so excited when the bad phone came out. So like even, even the millennial age, depending upon one, if your family could afford to have those products, because back right. then 
that was a super luxury. Nowadays, you could get a phone for, you know, $9 a month or something, and, and it is what it is. But, like, that was a luxury. So I love that you, like I said, you recognize that, and you've kind of used your background to make a business out of it. Because not only are you coaching women inside your group and one-on-one and, and, -on -one and individually, but you also have done-for-you services, right, where you, you tell them, hey, if if what I've taught you is just too much and your brain is too full and you don't want to learn anything else or you just don't want the headache, I'll do it for you. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. So yes. tell me a little bit about what done for you services you've had. Cause I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I've got a large audience that most of them are in network marketing. They're looking mm -hmm. for something else because network marketing is fabulous, but it's great to have multiple streams of income because as network marketing, you're, you're a contractor for a company. And, and sometimes you have to create your own company to have a little bit more security. So I've yeah. really talked about that a lot on my podcast here and, and just starting something else in addition to. So let me know a little bit about how you serve them for done for you services. It might jog some people's memory on that or get their creativity flowing saying, you know what, I could use help with that. Yes. So one of the things that I'm working on is, is like a done for you package, but actually I'm working with the client for a launch. So I package that up. I do the graphics. I do the copy. I do, um, you know, the stories and everything leading up to that launch, you know, however long that is, do the workbook for them so that they can just basically come on and do their thing, whatever they're selling, you know, right now, um, right now, um, you know, a lot of sales are going on because it's getting toward the end of the year and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, people want to have it done, it, it's busy. It's like, they can't even think about it. So that done for you package is great. And for me, it's awesome because I can, you know, just go in, uh, get their package together, you know, basically put it on a Trello board. I love Trello, Trello is life, yeah. <laughs> Trello is life. And I have Trello trainings in my group too that, love, um, love, love. you know, yeah, that you can just walk through step by step because sometimes when you open something like that up and you're a boomer, the first time I opened it up, I'm like, what in the world is this? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it <laughs> is. I don't want to do this. And I've had but, so many workspaces that I'm like, is this <laughs> in the right workspace? Is this part of it? But I, I love that it's searchable. I love I that I can easily add someone. So yes, I encourage anyone that's listening to jump in Cindy's group for the Trello training. Um, it's actually on my wish list, I guess you'll say, for um for me to get my Trello organized. Because <laughs> I got I got more workspaces than I know what to do with. But um, but I love the idea of it and and I love that you're doing trainings in your group and and offering free value to people because a lot of times people, like you said, they don't know what they need and spending time with you they will it, it will get that that juice flowing for them to say i need help with this um that's awesome one thing i like to ask during my interviews is what is a challenge that you've overcome because there's someone out there in to get into entrepreneurship because even as a hairdresser you were an entrepreneur so you've always kind of been an entrepreneurship um so you've known what it is to manage your schedule and manage your time sacrifice your time, all the things. But what is one of the biggest challenges that you've overcome? Because I hear a lot in my group, 
of I don't have time for that. I I can't afford that. I can't. Those tend to be the two biggest objections. Um, but just tell me a little bit about a challenge you've overcome that that someone might out there might resonate with. Well, you know, I I have always been an entrepreneur. I um I learned early on that I didn't like to be an employee. I really didn't like to be told what to do. And the other thing is that I wanted to have a job where there was no ceiling because when you work for an hourly wage, there's a ceiling, you know, you can't work beyond that. It doesn't matter how much more you give to that job, you're still gonna be paid X amount of dollars per hour or whatever it is. And I thought, no, I don't want a ceiling. I wanna be able to, you know, match my energy and be able to go beyond that ceiling. So being a hairdresser was, um, great for me because I could make my own schedule. Now I was pretty strict on myself. I I worked a full-time job, usually six hours a week. I mean, six days a week um, when I first started because I was building a business and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out why the new hairdressers didn't want to work. Like if they didn't have a client, they're going to the store or whatever. I'm like, no, I'm going to call somebody. I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I know you wanted to come in next week, but I have an opening today. So would you like to come in? I was always filling my schedule. So when I actually retired from hairdressing, which I was forced to retire, um, I had a huge clientele. It was huge. And it was all the people that I wanted to work with. It was great. I made over six figures a year. I did really, really well. And I loved what I did. And I think it was more so the relationships than the actual hair because i could do hair in my sleep at that point you right. know so um i think overcoming when i went into this business <laughs> the biggest challenge is staying consistent and giving yourself that um that work ethic because when when okay when i was a hairdresser i had a brick and mortar you know you go and you open it nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever, and the, you know, and then you close at seven or whatever it is, right? So you have these hours that you are open. When you work for yourself in this field, you know, I mean, you could be like, somebody could call and say, hey, let's go to breakfast or something. You just go. And then you come back and you're like, man, I don't feel like working for the rest of the day. Well, you can't, you know, you can't really do that. You really right. have to set your hours and be consistent about it. Because if you don't, what happens is that day turns into the next day, turns into the next day. And then pretty soon, pretty soon, you haven't worked at all that week. And then you're like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. You know, I, I just, I just can't do this. And that's what happens to people in network marketing or in any kind of business like this where they have to be accountable for themselves you you just have to make that schedule and if you don't that will happen and you know then you then you fall into that overwhelm you know that big word overwhelm and pretty soon you're going why did i even think about doing this i'm going to go back to my you know nine to five or hourly wage so I think that just being consistent and 
figuring out what you know staying organized too and that's that's the other thing about i mean even like with the trello you know being able to look at your board and to say okay this this needs to go out today this needs to go out today this needs to go out tomorrow this needs you know and you have that consistency so i think that um i mean that's a big one you just have to set a schedule and stick to it being a hairdresser i had to set a schedule and stick to it you can't just be like come see, come saw, you know, I mean, one week you're working on a Monday and then the client wants to rebook and, and you're like, oh, I don't work on Mondays. And they're like, but you, you did right. here on a Monday the last time. Oh yeah. But that was just a one-off. Yeah. No, you have to be consistent. You have right. to tell these people, this is where I'm going to show up. This is when I'm going to show up and, and be there. And I know you know that because you are always on it. Uh, well, you know, and my, and to, for me, I my I am my clients are my customer. That's the best way to say it. My clients are my customers. So if I don't open the door to my business every day and answer emails for my clients or do their social, like I say, or I don't answer my consulting clients' boxer messages, or then they're gonna think I'm closed, and no, I'm not gonna get any new clients. So that's that's my way of looking at it. I know I stumbled for a second, but I wanted to just make it really impactful that you have to think of it that way. It's my business, but I do still have people to answer to. They have paid me for a service. I have to provide that service. And I instill that same thought into my team members that are working for me. You don't get to just say, I'm not showing up today. It doesn't work that way. We have customers. Um, even though it's in my pajamas, in my house, and if I don't want to start work until 10 and I want to work till 10 p.m., I can do that for the most part. But I still have to open the door to my business every single day. Every and day. I love the flexibility of, like you said, going to lunch with my grandma or going here or doing this. But when you when you don't treat it like a business, you're not going to reap the benefits of a business. And mm. not until you have fully train someone else to take over it and you're just sitting back and I, you know, that's on the wish list, but like you, I don't think I could just sit around and watch TV. So I open the doors to my business at least six days a week. Just like you said, I do a lot on Sundays um, because I have a lot of clients that work a nine to five and I want to be flexible for those people because I understand what they're feeling trying to get a business building while they're still working. And yeah. so I do open my business on Sundays quite a bit by appointment only. So please don't, <laughs> please, please don't come knocking on Sunday unless you got an appointment. But it, like you said, we work for a certain customer and my customer is that busy mompreneur that is ready to leave her job, but she can't yet, or has just left her job and needs to get on social. So I love hearing so much of the same from you. Well, and, and I think the, the other really big key thing is that, like you were just saying, you've got to put the work in in the beginning. You've got to buckle down in the beginning. Yes, it's going to feel a little overwhelming. Yes, you're going to have to set a schedule for yourself. You're going to have to do that because if you don't, you're going to end up giving up. Now, 
the thing is that if you do these things, it's going to be a shorter amount of time before you're successful, before you get to the point where, and, and let's face it, you're going to get to the point where your team members are doing a lot of that work, but you're still going to be watching everything. It's not like you're just going to be sitting back eating bonbons, you know, you're going to be watching everything. And so you're still going to be involved because that's your baby. That's your business, you know, but. Um doesn't it feel better because you're going to be able to go on vacation and set these people up? Oh, for I don't know. I made myself sick on vacation last month. I thought it was just burning. Everything was burning. But yeah. it was the first time leaving and nothing yeah. burned down. Nothing burned down. So I think your team did a great job keeping up with everything because, you know, except for the pictures, we didn't know you were on vacation. So exactly, exactly. So I want to ask you one more thing. How can my people find you, get in touch with you, learn from you, all the things? How can they get all your goods? So uh, my group on um, Facebook is called Tech Talk for Beginners. And it's it's for the beginner or anybody that, I mean, just drop in if you want to learn something. I've got tons of stuff in the feed. Elisa's even in there. She's got a couple of trainings in my group. And um, I love that other people can come in and do that too, because, you know, I mean, not everybody knows all the things. I'll tell you one thing that I really, really appreciated when I was doing hair. Um, the way I learned back in the archaic olden days <laughs> was you'd have to go to hair shows to learn anything new or to look in magazines. Now everything's online. Right. I love to learn from millennials. I loved it because they were on point in the know, you know, Instagram started being big and I'll tell you what, it like blew up my business. I had to stop posting because really? every time I posted hair on, on Instagram, I'd get 10 phone calls the next day. Wow. People wanting to get in now. And I'm wow. like, I can't handle this. They don't understand you're booked out, right? They don't right. get that. Yeah, yeah. So, so having I love and having booked out is another reminder that you are the best. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I know it's, but that is, you know, that's my old life now. And I love being at home. I love being able to, you know, do this from my home and right. have my little office back here. I, I just, I love it. It's awesome. I love it. And I have to ask, do you do your own pink hair? I do. Actually, my husband applies my color. I taught him how to do love, it. Love that. And he's so you funny. Because your neck and stuff. Yeah. Just so somewhat even, yeah. He's I so funny because the first time he did it, he left a bunch of holes in the back. And I'm like, uh-uh, no, no, we have to redo it. Are you kidding? I am not going out like yeah, that. I can't either show up like this. So he, he's never done that again. But he's funny because he doesn't like I, I wear medium gloves and they don't fit his hands. So he uses oh, his gardening gloves. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. I told my husband um, months ago, actually, we we're on vacation in Florida because I was getting the eyelash extensions before I, I got th these. But um, I was like, if you could learn how to apply eyelashes and, and hair, which I don't have extensions in my hair, but I was like, do you know how much money we would save? <laughs> like, I would pimp you out all day. Like, 
for real. And it was a joke. I'm go ongoing joke for a long time until we found these. But um, that's so funny because I was just like, I just need help. I can't do it myself. <laughs> well, and one time uh, the gloves didn't work. He threw them off and he's putting the pink on my hair, you know, because it's a two-step process. Yeah. Well, shortly after that, he had to go to the doctor's office. Well, that pink stuff doesn't come off your hands. Right? Oh, my goodness. So he went to the doctor's appointment oh, with pink hands. And they're, they're asking him, why are your hands pink? Right. So uh I was doing my wife's hair. <laughs> And anybody that's on the podcast, you have to go find this will be on StreamYard on my bro my profile, my business page, and will also be on YouTube. You have to go find the video version of this because Miss Cindy has got the brightest pink hair. I could spot her a mile away at the conference we were at in Nashville. And I just I absolutely love it. I adore you. So I want to say thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh and make sure if you're listening or you're watching however you're getting this content check the show notes or the comments we will have all of cindy's links so you can connect with her um she does monthly trainings in her group which is amazing because they're free value for you free training for you to go learn if you are someone out there that is interested in starting that business and you need that tech help please find cindy because she is just she is just so easy to work with always a smile on her face and i'm just so grateful that you are here today. Thank you. Thank of you. course, of course. And until next time, guys, thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you, everyone, for watching or listening. Again, don't forget to take a screenshot of this, throw it on your stories, and tag me and Cindy. You'll get Cindy's info in the show notes. Tag us. I do a monthly drawing with uh, my podcast. So don't forget to take advantage of that and find us for Quick Tip Tuesday next Tuesday. Bye, y'all. Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm Elise Smith, your host, and let me tell you how you can get a free social media audit from me. Make sure that your profile is optimized and you're ready to build. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me. You can find my handle in the show notes. I will share it to my entire audience and you will be entered to win one of the five free audits that I'll be doing every single month. Number two, if you found any value out of this episode or any of my episodes at all, please feel free to leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give. Lastly, make sure you check out the link to get into my free community, Socially Awesome Entrepreneurs. It's in the show notes. We go live in there weekly with guest trainings and more. Until next time, make it simple, make it social, and make it awesome.